Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Pick Up Your Bible with Cynthia Babamon. Today, Cynthia begins a series on the seven spiritual blessings someone receives when they become a child of God. The first blessing, peace with God. In a world that feels chaotic and scary at times, can we really have peace? Here's Cynthia with more. Peace with God. Romans 5 verse 1. Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. When God redeemed you and declared you righteous through Jesus Christ, he gave you seven spiritual blessings that ensure the eternal nature of salvation. The first of these blessings is peace with God. What does it mean to be at peace with God? Firstly, peace with God simply means you're not at war with Him. He is not against you. He's not trying to test you. He's not out to break you. When life is at your neck, you don't have to search the heavens wondering why. You can look upon your God above and say, Help. Secondly, peace with God means that He's on your side. In all the battles you will ever face, He fights on your behalf. You have the Creator of this universe on your side. When you pass through waters, He is with you. When you walk through rivers, they shall not sweep over you. And when you walk through fire, you shall not be consumed, for He is the Lord your God, your Savior. Thirdly, Peace with God means you are never alone. He has given you the spirit of truth to dwell with you and to be in you forever. As a child of God, there is nothing you will ever face alone. No diagnoses, no pending bill, no wayward child. He is always with you. May the truth of the peace you have with God help your heart be still in this season of life. God bless you. And we're back with Cynthia. Cynthia, thank you for sharing that. Um, as I was listening, it was interesting for me to listen to you and to hear you talk about peace with God. Um, and, you know, before we even get started into sort of, I had a lot of questions as I was listening. Um, I know that this series is basically called The Seven Spiritual Blessings. Uh, I kind of want to hear your thoughts about why you went to this, you know, to start with. What was going on in your mind when you decided to start talking through this? Oh, well, I, I was actually studying Romans 5 uh -huh. um, as part of just my uh, daily reading and came across uh, this, almost this list that Paul um writes to the Romans about these blessings we have through Jesus Christ and that God blesses us with when we are redeemed um, by Christ. Mm -hmm. And on that list, um, peace with God is the first one. Mm -hmm. And so literally these seven series are just in order as, of his list in the, in the book. In in the particular chapter, and, right? Yes, yes, okay. in Romans 5, yes. In Romans chapter 5. You know, you and I are Americans. We live in America. Um, and, and just in, in, in the world in general, when you hear about the, the phrase peace with God, 
I think the word peace may mean something to a Christ follower, and it might mean something different to someone who doesn't believe in Jesus. What do you think those differences are when you talk about the word peace? Yeah, there there are uh, a couple of differences that um, that come to mind. One is in just, just the meaning or the understanding of the word mm-hmm. peace is mm-hmm. different. And secondly, the experience of peace is different. Okay. Um, when most people will define peace as, you know, the absence of war, trials, or worries and and conversely, there is no peace in the presence of these things. Right. But for the Christian, peace is not tied to circumstances. For the yeah. for the believer, peace is defined as a presence of a friendship with God, hmm. um, wh- regardless of the circumstance that we're in, yeah. um, and maybe especially in trying circumstances. And so in that sense, the very meaning or understanding of peace is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the experience, you know, is a second difference. This friendship with God is can only be experienced by a believer. And it's very unique to the believer in that sense. And this is why it makes, you know, probably makes the top of Paul's list of spiritual blessings right. given by God, you know, um, Christian or not, Jesus reminds us that in this world, we have, we will have trouble. And it's just the nature of our life on earth. And the Christian is promised that in the midst of that, you have peace. Yeah. So on that, um, you know, when I was reading and listening, a couple of things that I took away from this, you know, one side of peace is a state of being, right? Just like what you just described, uh, two countries that are now at peace with each other, as opposed to being at war with each other. So so you say, specifically, you say you are not at war with him. He is not against you. Uh, so I read that, and then I read that again, and it's actually kind of scary if you kind of pause to think about it, because my next question is, you know, what does war with God look like? Like, if, you're, if, you're, if I'm not at peace with God, what does war look like? Right. You are absolutely right in that a state of being at war of God is, at war with God is definitely a very scary thought, you know, and what, what I mean when I say you are not at war with God is this state of not having him um, on your side, mm. you know, regardless of who you are, this life on earth, it's like a, it's like a raging sea, you know, yeah. and we're all in the water trying to do our best, trying to stay afloat. And, the way I see peace with God is you have God on this boat and he's reaching out his hand to you Hmm. and, you know, you wage war against him and yourself when you are either denying his hand or worse, when you act as if he's not there at all, you know, and which many of us Christians are guilty of, you know, we, we insist on dog paddling our way through the waves when we, don't understand that we're supposed to be safe in that ship with him. We're supposed to take that hand. And Mm -hmm. even if the storm is beating on us and we are, we feel down for a season, we are not drowning because we're on that boat. We are with God. Mm -hmm. And so being at war with God is, is um, not being in the safety of his presence. 
And that is scary because that is the only rescue amidst that sea. So that's kind of the point I'm hoping to express through that. Yeah. Um, you, you also say uh, God fights on your behalf. Uh, what do you mean by that? I mean that, you know, you're assured victory in the end. You know, mm-hmm. you can never lose. It's like, you know, it's like showing up to a basketball game and you just know I'm going to always win. It's like showing up to war and knowing that in the end you are guaranteed victory. You know, mm-hmm. it's not because of how strong you are, but because, you know, you have the strongest with you. It doesn't matter if the storm gets you down, mm-hmm. you know, you 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 cannot drown it's that assurance you know we have because we have god on our side and yeah. you know it's like showing up to a neighborhood basketball game with kobe you know there's only <laughs> one way that story ends so it's that assurance yeah. you have and the relief and the peace you have with knowing he is not going to break me he is not going to um he's not going his he is going to rescue me. Not just that he is not going to break you. He mm-hmm. is going to carry you to the end. And there is nothing as powerful as him. So it's that assurance. So I think this this might be where, you know, I'm going into my next question a little bit, but what does victory look like then? I guess that's, that's my question. You know, um, in the end, God wins, right? We know that what what is the battle is is it is it the momentary struggle and if it's that momentary struggle what does the victory look like i mean i guess what i'm trying to get to is does victory have to look like something that i think victory looks like or 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 does it mean something else i i'm i'm glad you asked that question because um i think as a human race we are under this Uh, we're under this great deception that Mm. death is the worst thing that could happen. Wow. You know, death is the end of all things. Mm -hmm. And as Christians, we know that that's not true. Mm. Death is simply a gateway to the eternal. Mm -hmm. And the greatest loss in your life is to lose that eternity. And so when I say, you will be victorious. I I don't mean that you conquer um, everything uh, leading up to death or even death itself. We're all going to die. But the victory comes in, you get to go through that gate Mm. and continue on. You know, that's the victory is that though our body may be broken, though our health may be taken from us, our wealth may be taken from us, our spirit, our soul cannot be taken. You know, it is his and he will preserve it into eternity. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of the famous hymn. I believe it was written by uh, uh, Martin Luther. And the, during the Reformation, and in that hymn, he, you know, the the last verse it basically says, "Let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also, the body they may kill, 
God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. Right. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I think it, it kind of speaks to what you're saying. And so that leads me into this, the, you know, these verses from Isaiah 43 that you quoted or Isaiah 43 verse two, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. They might say, but we know people die from fires, right? So people that, um, you know, people that might be picking up the Bible reading for the first time, or maybe didn't grow up in church and haven't heard these verses for most of their lives. They'll say something like, you know, I know people die from fires. Or and they die from drowning. What does this mean? Can you help us flush this out a bit? Uh, yeah, I my um, you know when I when I was young, you know, I shared with you how I've had many struggles with God mm-hmm. and much wrestling. And one of one of the main ones I that lasted over a period of time was my struggle with um, just a orphans in this world. Like I couldn't reconcile with the fact that how are you a loving God? Mm-hmm. And there are billions of starving orphaned children. I just, I, I couldn't wrap my mind around that. Yeah. And it led me to a point where I was, you know, I was like, okay, I, I, I don't want to serve a God who is, who, who allows that or who's okay with that in a sense. And I went through, you know, a couple of weeks of denying God and saying, okay, God doesn't exist because then I'm okay with dealing with this reality. If there's mm-hmm. no God, then, you know, anything goes. But that didn't last very long because I had experienced the love of God. So though I say with my mouth, there is no God, my heart wasn't yes. on the same page. Right. And in my wrestling with God, you know, he spoke to me and didn't speak to me in in an answer to that. Like Mm -hmm. he didn't say, well, this is why, you know, (laughs) this is. But he put me inside that. He said, you know, your job is to love the world the way I have loved you. You know, and that became that was my answer. I realized that that was the answer I was seeking was God's heart behind all of this is still love. Yeah. You know, the the fact that there are billions of orphans doesn't define God. Mm-hmm. The fact that he loves them and he has purposed in humans heart to save and rescue and love them. That, that was my answer. That's what I was seeking. And I think many times when we see trials in our life and we are facing the fires or we feel like we're drowning in water or we see this actually happening to people, right. that can become the biggest thing, you know. But like I, like I was mentioning in, in the previous uh, question, you know, death is not the worst thing. Hmm. You know, God is always looking to reconcile his relationship with you to save your soul for you to be with him that is always behind anything that ever happens anything that he allows to happen um and so i think this verse is is that reassurance that um that that's not 
as serious and as as grave as death is, um, that doesn't stop God from from reaching your spirit. Yeah, that's thank you for for, for saying that. I mean, I think that's really helpful, especially because um, you know the third point you said is that when you when you have peace with God, you are never alone, right? And and you know what does this mean for someone? You and I were recording this in the middle of a pandemic. Many people are affected by pending bills, the loss of a job, someone in their family who passed away. What does it mean for them to say God is with them? Um, you're right. This pandemic has brought out some of the worst circumstances we will probably ever face on a mass scale, at least in our lifetimes. And and people are facing hardship on all fronts, you know, physical, emotional, financial, spiritual. You know, any 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 one of these alone is enough to bring down a decent human, you know. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, the season is just all of this together on all of us. And um, it's truly a season when convictions will be tried and tested. You mm-hmm. know, anything you ever thought you believed in or you held as security or or gave you some sense of stability is being questioned and i think the fact that god states you are never alone that he has promised his holy spirit and to his children he has given us this helper you know um called the holy spirit who dwells within us and we have this helper who reminds us Uh, when our faith is shaky, that we belong to Christ. You know, he intercedes on our behalf according to the will of God. Um, And he empowers us, you know, when we lack the strength, when we look around us and it just, it seems hopeless, he keeps us. He keeps us. um, And it may not seem humanly possible to get through what you're getting what you're going through right but but the holy spirit carries you when you're a child of god it is it is his responsibility it is his promise to mm. keep you till the end and that's that's great assurance it's not just that god um it's not just that you are not physically alone it's much more it's that the spirit of the almighty god empowers you to remain steady on this course. Wow. Um, so, you, you know, there's a, there's an aspect of this where you're reading this, but then there's also the life experience attached to this. So can you tell me a moment um, in your life where you actually experienced the manifestation of peace, the peace of God in this way, where you understood, okay, this is real? Um. Yeah, one one I already shared and with my struggle with um with uh, just the state of the world and orphan children mm-hmm. in the world and you know God uh God gave me peace in his interaction with me and also yeah. set purpose in my life for it. You know, I felt like I was on his side, you know, working working towards undoing that or towards yeah towards that but even more recently you know through this pandemic you know i you know that's that's the thing about peace with god right it's not that it's oh whenever you need it it's going to show up Mm 
Hmm. It's it's constantly there in your life. Wow. You know, That's peace with God. When you are saved, when you are hmm. redeemed by Christ, this is a blessing. You already have it. You already wow. have peace with God. Now, certain circumstances and situations in our life enables us to seek that out more. You know, yeah. we're we're at a level of despair where we are seeking something outside of ourselves and we see it more clearly but it's always there and even in this season of um, the pandemic you know i it's it's been a season of growth for me you know mm. just just having to dwell on this peace of god you know knowing that he's here i'm not alone and he's on my side you know one example is the fact that my family is you know, all over the world, you know, including my aging parents that, yeah. you know, I haven't been able to see or, or, you know, in a human way, protect or uh, assist during this time. And that's, that would normally worry me sick, you know, mm -hmm. but, and not being able to just be with my siblings, my sisters, and, you know, that those are big deals for, for me, yeah. you know, that would usually get, get me, but, you know, yet I'm at peace with God, you know, my friend who's on my side, you know, who, who, who's, who's out there battling for me. You know, he is with my sisters. He is with my mom and dad. He's with my in-laws. And, and, you know, there's just that present, present day experiencing the peace of God for me. It's very real now. That's great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I, I, I understand that. Um, I will say, and I think you mentioned that it, it can be like this for you as well. It's sometimes hard for me to accept this. You know, I get that I have peace with God. And in some ways, it seems more intellectual than anything else. It's a verse that I read in Romans. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, when I'm in the midst of the hard stuff, I sometimes seem to forget. So, you know, what, what would you say is... You know, what's the antidote, antidote to that? Like, how do I get to remember that more quickly? Pick up your Bible. <laughs> ah. <laughs> there you go. That's no, my I, setup. <laughs> I, no, it's in all honesty, um, that that is the answer is we mm. need to be constant. We are, we're just so broken that way that we easily forget yeah. Uh, you know, what's in front of us kind of captures us. And yeah. if we, if the Bible is not there and if we don't bring it to the forefront and be in it on a consistent basis, it's very hard to hold on to these truths because they are spiritual truths that don't necessarily always have this physical manifestation of yeah. being rescued in the moment or uh, being not having worries or trials, you know, these are all very spiritual truths and need to be grasped by yeah. your spiritual being. And for, for me, the, the answer to that, that is truly reading your Bible and let the spirit, you know, translate the, that meaning into your heart. Cause mm. that's what will keep you in that place. That's, that's what will constantly um, keep you on that rock. Yeah, you know, and I think that seems to be the key, right, is to, you know, the, the spirit translating the sort of intellectual head knowledge into heart knowledge right? for me so that I'm, I'm able to sort of when I encounter these situations, I can encounter them because now I know 
Not that I ever lost it, but now I know that I do have the peace of God. Like you said, it's a constant. So now all I'm doing is just, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of understanding or my awareness is growing of that. And now I can encounter the situation better than I would before. So it's not that the peace of God ever left me, but it's always been here. Right. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Um, well, thank you for, for sharing this and, and just, you know, answering my questions. Uh, and I'm sure that others out there have more questions. I'll get to that in a second. I know that this is the first of a, of a seven part series. Uh, can you tell us what's next in the series on uh, the seven spiritual blessings? Uh, yes, absolutely. Like I said, I've, I'm I'm pretty much just riffing off of Paul's list in Romans 5. And the very next blessing um, that shows up on that list is access to the grace of God. And it's, it's a very exciting uh, topic of discussion for me because I feel like grace is a very unique characteristic of the mm-hmm. Judeo-Christian God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so excited for that discussion. That's awesome. Uh, excellent. Thank you so much for you listeners. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. To stay up to date, you can always subscribe to this podcast wherever you find your podcast so that you can get a notification when we release the next one and when we release new episodes. So if you'd like to ask Cynthia a question before then, uh, please email her at Cynthia at pickupyourbible.com. And listeners, May you enjoy the joy and peace of God as you join us and pick up your Bible. Until next time, God bless you, friends.